shot, and that is arrowed underneath the crossbar. It's a Champions League Tuesday, September 19th. It's the Relegated Podcast. It's your boy Figs. We got Ra here. How you doing? I'm chilling. We're finally back. Finally. It's awesome. From I... what, 24 hours ago? <laughs> 24 hours back? Oh, <laughs> uh, no, no. It was two days ago. Two days ago. We, we oh, recorded yeah, right. on You're Sunday. Right. Did some Premier we didn't League. Record, we didn't record Monday because it was, it was Brighton what, versus two... Southampton. So <laughs> I, forgot, I even forgot who played. I don't even know the result. The goals were pretty good. Uh, it was that's what, it was no, the, two the, one Southampton yeah. or three one Southampton. As we as we jump as we jump straight in. Wait, I thought it was a was it not a tie? Did they? I believe Southampton took this one at home. Okay, I thought I saw when you score a late on Instagram. I thought I saw when you score a late winner to save a draw, or when you say when you score a late goal to save a draw. And it was the Huddersfield players celebrating. Yeah, Huddersfield didn't play yeah. yesterday. It was Brighton, Southampton. Oh, Brighton. Okay, and that and one of the bad teams and their players celebrating, and it ended two two. I have it right here. Yes, it did end two two. Well, there you go. Goes to show. Um, Hooray! Yeah, that game sucked. Um, God, what a terrible game. Anyways, what we were all waiting for was today. The Champions League is back. We are officially into the group stage of the 2018-2019 Champions League tournament. I had this take a long time ago back in relegated history. Um, I had this take, and I still stand by it. I enjoy Champions League more than I enjoy the World Cup. Oh, I do too. I, I think we all, kind of, we all kind of were in... I think there's a different kind of spectacle with the World Cup. But if you, I think if you ask like really professional pundits, where is the best soccer being played, and, and most of the time, what are you more excited for? I I have a feeling that a lot of them would say Champions League, the the UEFA Champions League. I think the best players, the best teams, come to play, and I think you see some of the best soccer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and talk about chemistry too, because like. I mean, these are teams that, you know, they do a, an off-season together. Maybe this year is the exception. But normally, they have an off-season together. They have a summer together. And then, you know, they have a couple of weeks of games under their belt. And then they do, like, a little international break. And then they get back into their season with their club. And then they go right into Champions League. So even by group stage, they have, you know, they've had time to kind of learn how to play with their teammates. Um, well... You, we should expect we should expect teams should know how to play with their teammates and get results. I know the but fun in the of the world, tournament the is sometimes, Cup, but in the World Cup, it's yeah. much more likely that they make mistakes just because they don't necessarily have that chemistry. Okay, soccer is very predicated on chemistry. It's a lot different when you go from your club and then you have what like a month to train, and then you play like a couple friendlies and bam, you're in the biggest tournament of, you know, in the entire game. 
or in the world, yeah. you have like, you know, like a whole off season essentially. And then with the exception of this year, because we had the world cup this year, but you have like a whole off season normally. And then you have like a couple of weeks of fixtures. You usually get like four or five fixtures under your belt with your club for the season, maybe a league cup match thrown in here and there. And then you get into champions league play. And then that's not, that's just saying for the opening group stage. And then when you get later on in the tournament, when you get into the elimination round, I mean, teams are really yeah. gelled together by then. And you're you're playing the best possible form of that team, especially like February when you're playing in February, playing in March. Mm-hmm. You're they've ironed out all the kinks. They may have even signed, you know, signed a few players in January to help get them to the push in their in their domestic season. That's true. I don't disagree. But I guess I guess what I was getting at is I think we expect that to be the case but uh as we saw for some of the results today that's uh that's not always true it's not always true but like i said it's early in the season yeah true and so i guess this year is also the exception because you had the world cup so yeah a lot of these players still haven't like quite gelled with their team even in like even in their league season so yeah um and that's just how it always is with the world cup you have this giant tournament that takes up most of the summer and then after that, the players that go far in it, they go on holiday. So you really, you know, if you're a good team, you probably have a lot of players that were at the World Cup, and those players barely spent any time with each other this summer. Any other year, though, I mean, mad training. Um, you ready to get into the matches? Oh, of course. All right. First you are. One. You, I'm always ready. Jeez. First one Come of the on day. Now. now, the the early games, we kind of split them up. You were watching Inter Milan. And Tottenham, I was watching Barcelona, PSV. Let's talk about that one first. Um, Expected. I think you and I, we made our predictions, and I said oh, Barcelona's probably going to win. Don't remember exactly what I said, but... Yeah, I, I think, think we both, we both kind of had think, yeah. uh, Barcelona winning comfortably. Um, but man... The table uh, up. Yeah, I said they'd win by at least two goals. They won 4-0. My there biggest takeaway from this game is the fact that Lionel Messi looked like he was having a lot of fun out there. So, yeah, he had the he had the crown on he had the crown on today. Now he I said don't... I know Ronaldo scored two goals and he hasn't played yet in this in this tournament, but I have the crown on today and he was wearing it. I admittedly don't watch a lot of La Liga, so the majority of the times that I see teams like Barcelona or Atleti or any of the big La Liga teams, the majority of the time that I'm watching them, it's in a situation where it's Champions League. So really, mm-hmm. my last exposure to Lionel Messi was the World Cup, and it was such a disappointment. Um, so to see him like out there just banging in goals and just making a fool out of these guys, making it look easy, it was just like, man, That's... it just feels like he has no pressure. And maybe he doesn't have pressure because they're yeah. playing a team like PSV, but... I mean, a hat trick. Uh, what, what, what else can you say? A hat trick, 75% possession... Nine shots on goal. They scored four of of nine. Yeah, that's a pretty good efficient. conversion rate in soccer. That's efficiency. Um, question for you: Dembele had a there you go cracker I was ask of a you, goal. I was going to ask you: Is is Usman Dembele good? Because yeah. some people say why, he's why not was that, that good. Question? No, because because of his World Cup performance, like he didn't he didn't get on the field that much for France. Um, for a number of reasons, yeah. He wasn't like stellar at the World Cup, but he I feel like he has and a I lot of haters on the of, internet. Be, I think the haters 
I can understand it. He's a high potential kind of guy. But I, I don't know, like watching this dude, when I watched this dude when he played at Dortmund, he was doing some crazy stuff that you've never he could he can do it on both feet, pass, shoot, run. He can play any forward position. This fool this fool is crazy good. I think everyone's got haters. I mean, Mbappe mm-hmm. had haters when he was seventeen. Neymar has his critics still, and today even more. Yeah. But I think I think he flashes his quality enough to where he's starting to he's starting to silence people. And now that he's in the team, not injured, you know, he's starting on that side that Neymar's vacated, people are seeing how how truly special of a player he is. And today it was no exception. He was he was phenomenal. And he had a phenomenal goal to cap off a good performance. Talk about an amazing piece of skill too. Uh a lot of people going into this game were talking about the Chucky Lozano narrative because there's been speculation that he may end up in Barcelona this January or in the summer. Uh, and uh, pretty much the only thing I remember uh, about Chucky Lozano are two things from this game. Uh, when Usman Dembe- uh, Dembele just murked him with that little spin move to open up his goal. Um, yeah, the drag back is nice. Yeah, uh, as another Sheesh. player is closing in on him, uh, just made easy work of him. The second thing I remember is uh, um, Titi. Uh, just completely body checking him and destroying him. Uh, um, TT obviously sent off for that. Yeah, I'm not really surprised. <laughs> I feel like that's the kind of player um, TT is. Um, He's a physical dude. It, it is what it is. Yeah, which would see uh, um, TT's probably suspended next round, right? Uh, I think in the in the Champions League it works a little differently. I, I, never I think know it depends rules. on what you weigh the hands down. All these tournaments, usually it's all just these a. Games. I never know a these yellow, well, yellow and red rules. We'll look them up a, one day and like give it a tutorial. Yeah. We'll make like a whole episode when there's nothing going on. Um, I'm pretty sure it's just one match. Because the only thing if, is... If, if not two. The one thing I will say is... Uh, we'll talk about this game later. Liverpool versus PSG. Ariola was in goal because Buffon is still suspended from when he got ejected from the Champions League final last year against Real Madrid when he was still playing for Juve. He is serving the oh, yeah. suspension today, which is why Ariola was in goal. Uh, <laughs> which I, I found about that. Yeah, when he uh, had his fucking meltdown. Um, <laughs> that was crazy. Uh, anyways, so anything else on Barcelona PSV? Sorry, Barcelona. No, I mean, we knew they were going to take a stranglehold in this group, and it's up to everybody else to, to get that second spot. I think Bar- we always expected Barcelona to be the strongest team. Um, PSV, you're just, it's just bad luck. Yeah, you just don't have the, like the kind of talent that these other teams have. Yeah. Of these really good teams, and they're not a bad team in the Netherlands. I think they won the, they won the, the Eredivisie either, I think they won it last season, actually. They're, they're a good team. They, they've developed a bunch of young players. If you can, you can go back and look at a bunch of really good players who used to play for Eredivisie, for Ajax, you know, for, for a lot of those Dutch teams, um, I'm sorry for PSV, um, but I mean it's tough. You're against three other really good teams from the Power Five, from you know, all the Power money. Five leagues. Yeah. Um, so well, with the exception it is of it is. Tottenham, because they don't spend their money. Um, anyways, <laughs> let's move on. Inter Milan, Tottenham at the San Siro. I thought Tottenham was going to win this one uh, with our predictions yesterday. I thought uh-huh. it was going to be and I had a, the I had a draw. score. I said 2-1 Tottenham, and it ended up finishing 2-1 Inter Milan. Um, I don't even know where to begin on this one. Uh, 
Well, I, I don't worry. I have a I have a perfect place to begin. The first half was so bad. <laughs> oh my lord. One of the worst halves of football I have ever watched in my life. I gotta say this Horrible. is this is gonna be just a really enjoyable segment for your boy. Um a lot of people, a lot of Spurs fans were chirping at me because uh, oh, well, you know what? At least Spurs are in Champions League, or is Arsenal? <laughs> I'm like, you know Maybe what? For long. We're in the rebuild phase. We have a new manager. We'll get there when our time is due. Better than being in it right now and getting fucking embarrassed. So, uh... <laughs> well, so, and, and, okay, so after that. the first... Nothing to say about the first half. Passes going errant. Tottenham trying to I don't even know I can't even explain it it's just like moves breaking down in like the middle third like a terrible errant passes from both sides nine golan like running into the Tottenham defense a terrible half of football and then finally we escape that dirge and the second half comes like the, the referee mercifully ends the first half <laughs> second half was a lot better. Um, so um, some notable things before we dive into the second half. A couple of things with the Tottenham lineup. Deli Ali still injured. Uh, Hugo Lloris uh, benched for drunk driving, although he claims it's a hamstring. But he looked fine during the international break. Um, Hyungmin Sun, he's just come back um, from the what is it? The Asian Super Cup. Um, yeah, they're wanting to they're wanting to ease him back in, and I totally understand yeah. that. Which is and why you have good out, players. You have good players to play. Well, no, no, he sat out on Sunday. Is that when they played Liverpool? No, he, in their last... I thought he played. He played a little bit of the Liverpool Did game. He play? I to be honest, he might have started. He um, might have started and then got pulled for for Lucas. Uh, well, he Lucas started Mora. today. He started today. Um, but Toby Alderwald, he was out, um, and so was and, Kieran and, Trippier. Uh, Trippier, um, yeah. And they were left back in London. They didn't even go. They weren't even a sub. They weren't even reserves. They just stayed back home. I wonder about for, I still, for quote I, unquote, I still wonder about that. For quote-unquote tactical reasons, per Mauricio Pochettino. So that oh, was kind no. of a weird thing. Um, because I feel like in the group like this, you have to be able to get that win against Inter. You probably oh, yeah. feel pretty confident that you can get the PSV victory. You don't know what's going to happen with that Barcelona, you know, yeah. Barcelona more than you likely. Know. You're probably going to get spanked by um, just because of the quality of the team that they are. So, yeah, you're looking at this game like, OK, we're playing away at Inter. We need to capitalize and get this win, get those three points on the board. Or at least at least get a draw on the board. Yeah. To, to keep up with keep up with whatever happens with anybody else. Or to at least be like they'll let them come to us and try to get a draw. So Christian Eric, but, Christian Eriksen uh, yeah. opens up scoring with uh, the most cheese deflection I've ever seen. Pretty cheese, um, really bad. No I would have smashed a FIFA controller. You know I love shitting yeah. on Tottenham, but like even as an unbiased person, I would say the same thing. I, it was just a lucky bounce, and I'll say the same thing about a player I do like later on uh, when we talk about some of the other fixtures because there are some goals that take a lot of skill. Um, there are some goals that just are very lucky and physics just does some weird things yeah. and they happen. The ball happens to end up in the goal. Uh, anyways, which we're not saying that don't celebrate every goal celebrate Cristiano Ronaldo knocked in his first goal with his left foot off of a uh, defender kicking into the goalkeeper who had to block it out of his own goal. Yep. You know, he celebrated that goal. Like he celebrates all the other ones with, with his jump. crazy little 
jumping jumping super saiyan celebration i, I don't even know what you call he it does that uh, celebration because i feel like i've seen that exact same celebration in the nfl and like seen players tear their acls like, like I always get worried. Like he's gonna injure himself when he lands. I mean, his legs, his legs are each insured for a hundred million each. So, like, uh, yeah. I mean, but... in the end, he wouldn't. He would. He would be that worried. <laughs> Fair point. You gotta do what well, you gotta but, do. But then he anyway, be, he wouldn't be scoring goals. You see, um, oh, that's true. Every time he watched one of his teammates score a goal, and he was sitting on the bench so injured, mad. he'd just start flailing his arms. Yeah, I uh, hope his. I hope his heart. I hope his heart's insured because his blood pressure is rising as he, as, he, as he watches uh, as he watches Dybala and Mandzukic knock in goals. <laughs> yeah, we digress. Um, anyways, Inter Milan strikes back, tie the game up. Asamoa runs down that freaking left hand side, bangs in a freaking cross. It, it was kind of like a. Uh, a rebound. They try to take a shot attempt. It goes to the outside. Asamoa crosses it in. Acardi, almost, almost like a set piece. Is he ready Icardi, for this on the outside of the agent, box? His shit talking wife. They were backed up by this fucking rocket that Acardi <laughs> just sent from way out. Some, uh, as you would say, as you said earlier, like Steven Gerrard, uh, without the slip. Uh, it was just incredible. Yeah, I, it was. It was a full like classic what a hit son like on the half volley when you hit it low it's i think when obviously we like to see it when it's hitting that top right or top left corner like, when, like it, uh, when you hit when it so sweet. still at juventus and you hit that like super like bang, the, cur- like, the curlers yeah those super this was benders. just yeah this was just he smacked the ball really really hard and it flew in the bottom corner and the keeper grasping at air. I think it's more impressive when it's like that because it's like it pretty much like went like oh, you have to control it so much in better. like a straight line. And there's a lot of barriers that it could have hit on the way there. And that, it, I mean, yeah. it just was a perfectly stricken ball ends up in that kind of goes it kind of bottom slipped, corner of the net. Yeah, it kind of slipped right by Vertonghen and ended up in that in that left hand in a Cardi and on a Cardi's left hand side and the goalkeeper's right hand side. In that left corner, and man, was I and I was tripping because this game sucked until until that and that Erickson goal opened the game up, as as yeah. you expect a goal to do. It opened the game way up. Paris didn't Cardi, have a good game. Cardi's game, Cardi's goal uh, came in late, so you're thinking, okay, well, this game will probably end in a draw. And then this boy, Matthias Vencino, <laughs> pops up in a, in a terrible place. Of Spurs fan everywhere. They were dead. That was a. Oh. I went on Twitter. I saw it with my own two eyes on Twitter. They were all dead. Boy, I they, was they, cackling. I, dead I gone. could not believe it. <laughs> I was and, dancing on a lot of graves today. So it's the, the thing is like the the direction of the game. I would have said draw. I would have. I, 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 and was, my prediction was close. I would have said one one. Both teams half, didn't play that good. The first half was making I mean, it look like it was going to be a nil-nil draw. It's going to be the worst game ever. Yeah, uh, the worst opener you could possibly ask for. But it, it ended up, it was still not a good game, but it wasn't as bad because that the volley made it good, and I don't know, late, late conceded goals from corners in like <laughs> ninety plus minutes is always. It always you know gets sign your blood me, flowing, it, regardless of team. Up. I just yeah. think it's funny regardless because you team. have like this team that. Uh, I mean, they capitalized on set piece goals. Uh, when you take, when you think of Tottenham, you just think of like how many England players are on their team, and how they yeah. capitalize so well on set piece goals. To just see them get their hearts broken by set pieces is just great. Also, where is Harry Kane? Have you seen him? 
I I think I last saw him hanging out of uh, Miranda's gym bag as he got <laughs> back, as he left the locker room from uh, the Giuseppe Miazza or the San Siro, if you're feeling fancy, to uh, get on the bus. That's the last time I saw him. I imagine he's maybe in Miranda's back pocket right now. <laughs> Not sure. All right. Well, if you see him, you've seen his picture everywhere. <laughs> Call British authorities. Um, let's move on. Club Bruch versus Dortmund. Um, this game kind of surprised me. They were... Dortmund dominated possession, and you would go into this game thinking that Dortmund had the advantage just yeah, because yeah. you know a lot more players playing on Dortmund's side. Um, but they had, like, the same amount of shots despite that possession. Um, oh, yeah, no, it was it was a much closer game, I think, than, than you or I expected either. Yeah. But that that's one of the things that can happen. You can... Dortmund is... So I... One of the corrections, Dortmund is in second in the Bundesliga, only on goal difference. So in the Bundesliga right now, it's Bayern with 12, and then everybody else has seven. And I mean, there's like five or six teams, second through six, that have seven points. Because the (laughs) Bundesliga actually has parity between two and like 10, and then Bayern, of course. Mm -hmm. But I think we, we, you know, you would expect Dortmund to, to have full control, which they did. They had a lot more possession. And you expect them to be banging in goals. But... You know, Club Bruges, got to give them respect when it's due. They they were doing an, a pretty good job defending, and it only took a certain American at the end to score yes. and give them the three points. On his 20th birthday, the American hero, Christian Pulisic, scores. Um, one thing I want to know Captain about America. his goal, one of the luckiest goals I've ever seen. Incredibly um, lucky. Yeah. I mean, we're talking about Erickson's goal being lucky. Pull a six goal. Also very lucky. I don't think, I mean, it was going to be a clearance. The guy like literally was trying to kick it to clear the ball out of the box. And Christian just kind of stepped up, put his foot up, bounces off his shin, goes way up in the air. And and the goalie was just caught out of position, went right over him. Um, So similar to Erickson's goal. Yeah. I just, I mean, what are you going to do about that? Um, But it is what it is. Nonetheless, it's good to see an American scoring in the Champions League. That's not something that happens. So yeah, and we're we're gonna make we're gonna make the most of it too. Like, oh hell yeah! The American media is gonna and, and especially us as Americans, we're gonna be talking about this for at least another three days. So well, let's let's be real with ourselves here. So yeah, Dortmund finishes one nil over Club Bruges. Let's move on to the next one. Schalke Porto ended in a one one draw. Um, I don't really have that much to say about this. It, this one was kind of uh, kind of went both ways. Oh, but we do have to talk uh, another American, Weston McKinney, that boy. Weston McKinney provided an assist, got the not assist. a goal, but an assist. You got to mm-hmm. take what you got. You got to take what you can take. Yeah, he got the I, assist I for Mbolo. Um Yeah, I, I think, and we expected this to be a close game, mm-hmm. so we were right to see it. Um, you know. I don't really, do you have much to say about this one? I don't think any of us watched this one. Really, the only thing I have to say about this is for whatever reason, uh, I didn't watch this game in real time. So uh, I was watching all of the Bleacher Reports highlights. Shame on Bleacher Report. They didn't have a highlight for this game. I had to watch it. Uh, I think it was in Portuguese. Uh, oh, wow. It was just very <laughs> shitty quality. The screen like, kept lagging out on me. Uh, so that's why I don't have much to say about this game. But. 
we um, we missed on it. Both of us. You said you said Schalke. I said Porto. They took a draw. I mean, it is what it is. That was always going to be a close game. So I think a draw is probably fair for both teams. Yep. Um, let's move on to a more interesting game. Monaco, Atletico Madrid. Atletico takes this one 2-1. Um, Radamel Falcao seeing his former team. So here's my thing with Falcao that I found very weird. Why is it <laughs> that we he looks like pretty young right now? Like he looks like he doesn't look like like when he was on Manchester United, he looked like a rotting old man for some reason. Yeah. And now he just I mean, he looks like he's he looks like the way he's supposed to look for his age. They what, got what they got something there? in the water. They got something in the water wherever in Monaco. I I don't know, man. Because he looks they like got, normal. They must drink. They drink that. They drink that special kind of water, dog. They they got that high class. He looked that, terrible in Manchester. That H that H he's got that H four O running through his veins, my yeah. dude. He's got that distilled water going. I respect it. You gotta do what you gotta do. The man wants to look young again. He's found the fountain of youth, and. And yeah. he's, he's scoring goals. Didn't score today, but he, he's good in, in Liga. I mean, there's a lot yeah. of players who are good in Liga. But, Grand Zier um, got the goal from Monaco, I actually, but... Yeah, um, I, I was actually watching this one. Uh, I watched the first half of this one while PSG and Liverpool were on my big screen. I have my phone on the other screen. Um, classic. I mean, it was it was a... The Diego Costa goal was Griezmann playing a juicy ball to Diego Costa. It's very really, good ball. It's, not a hard way to score a goal. Like I think you and I could maybe run on the field. We may be lacking a pace, but if Griezmann played us a good ball, you and I may have been able to score that. Question. Um, Antoine Griezmann, is he on the same level as Messi and Ronaldo? That seems to be the debate that's out in the streets right he now. He was he and he argued that he is. Um Yeah, I know he argued it. I'm asking what you two argued. years ago. Two years ago, yeah. Right now, no. I think two years ago. Two years ago, he was really freaking good. Like he was banging in goals. Bef- remember, remember before Euro twenty what was it Euro twenty sixteen? Yeah, I mean, he I was understand like, that he, he was, was really good killing the game. Messi, Ronaldo. No, two years ago, I think it was. I think, and two years ago, it was kind of Neymar is a Griezmann. Now, okay, you you want to hear my three now? We got we got Messi always, Ronaldo, and right now Eden Hazard. I would those say are the three I would best players in the, those are the those are the three I, maybe and then like right sitting right below hazard maybe like oh shoot that's I would say tough. Luka Modric probably okay yeah Luka Modric player of the just year because, obviously just because of his world cup and I, I mean go, what's crazy about Luka Modric is he does this shit like year round for Real Madrid he's part of the three back-to-back Champions League like he's a, a good player. He's just not talked about because he's always shared the stage with Ronaldo. Um, which... well, now, and now with with the World Cup, it's helped because we've seen that he is the heartbeat and the reason they were so good. Mm-hmm. And you know he he's got a silver medal to show for it. Some think he may have deserved a gold medal, but that was that was for the French to decide. Apparently, <laughs> anyway, good game. Uh, Jose Maria Jimenez. Sh- Shout out Miles, FIFA, a FIFA prodigy. Uh, everyone signs this dude. Now he's expensive. He used to be not inexpensive, inexpensive. Uruguayan center back, kind of the future, uh, the future Godin, if you want. 
probably because Godin is it plays with them too, and he's kind of learned under him. Um, scores off a corner, and then the rest of the game, of course, sucked. And that's kind of what happens sometimes in the Champions League. You you know you got the points. They were away from home trying to get the points. You just you just chill, and that's what they did. Simeone is nothing but pragmatic. Nothing if not pragmatic. Um, yeah, that. I really don't have a lot to say about this game. I it ended we the were, way I thought. We were it close was. in our close in our predictions. You were you had a buddy three one. I had them two nil. Um, Monaco got the the early goal, and I was actually watching the game. I was like, oh shoot, like Atletico, that this might suck for them. But they are away from home. You get the three points away from home. You're in a great spot going forward in the Champions League. If you if you can win your first game and away, you're you're doing great. So I think that's that's the that's their dream start for them. Yep. Um, Galatasaray, Locomotive Moscow. I had these guys winning by a thousand. They won by three. Which is eventually what came in the pick. I think we expected that the atmosphere gives them a big boost. It's kind of like, I mean, we think about like NBA in, in American terms. I think there's some, some really good home field. College football is a great example of really good home field advantages. But the Galatasaray fans are the European answer to that. So mm-hmm. first game at home, got to be solid, and, and they came up big. Yep. And that's that's good for them because that group D. One notable goal that I, I marked down was uh, Gary Rodriguez's super rocket to open scoring. Um, so, yeah, um, that's really all I have to say about that. Red Star Belgrade uh, at home versus Napoli. Uh, I thought, I'm pretty sure my prediction, I could have seen this going either way, but then I also thought, okay, well, Napoli has Carlo Ancelotti, who is a manager with some pedigree, some history in the Champions League. Um, Oh, yeah. And ended in a nil-nil draw. (laughs) I didn't expect it to be a nil-nil draw, but that's how it ended. Um, You want to hear a crazy stat? Please. Napoli had 20 shots. Yeah. Oh. Eight of them on target. How do you not score one of those? Just one. The, the goalkeeper is killing the game. They that's that's a that's a grinder. That's a grinder of, of a performance. They're trying. They got that. They got their point at home, man. They did what they had to do. I gotta respect. I gotta respect Red Star Belgrade. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a loss for Napoli, even though it's a draw. Because you gotta. I, I guess it's fine because Lokomotiv Moscow is last in that group but you gotta win well you gotta put one of those goals away so they have a finishing problem i don't know we'll see what they do uh and how they adjust um last game then finally i saved it for last liverpool psg at anfield the parisians showed up they were marching through the streets they had their flares going they had the drums in the stadium they Full were, respect the to their most, fans. For the, for the most part, they were louder than the Liverpool fans in Anfield, which is one of the hardest things to do. Yeah. Um. This was like you. You talked to me about like, okay, what do you look for in like your ideal match? Because I think everybody in soccer, at least, they, you have your ideal match where you want to see a certain amount of goals, and you want to see a game-winning situation. You want to see it come down to the wire, and you want the goals yeah. to be like scored in a really good fashion. I feel like we got everything we wanted out of this out of this match. 
Like I we got can't... we got a Danny Sturridge. Yeah, we got a. I mean, when you start off with the Daniel Sturridge celebration making its way back into our lives, you know it's going to be a good game. I, yeah. Finally. What a what a move to start him. And it, it worked out. It worked he was out. tall and I, Firmino. Firmino probably would have headed that in. Let's be honest. Like that was a juicy. That was a pretty juicy ball to head in. And Firmino would leave his mark. You still got to do it. But, yeah. yeah, you still you still got to do it. And credit to credit to Klopp for for doing it. Credit to Danny Sturridge. This fool was at West Bromwich Albion last season. Think about that. Yeah. Think about this fool on loan at West Brom. Terrible. Comes back in. Klopp said, I'm throwing you into this team. He's had a, a couple of good sub-performances for Liverpool this season as well. But Klopp says, you are starting our European opener against Paris Saint-Germain. I need you to come up big. He comes up big. Nothing but respect. I, I'm a big – I have to hate Liverpool, but I'm a big Daniel Daniel Sturridge guy. Always loved him. And and this is – it's good to see him get on the score sheet and, and prove – that he can still do it at, at this at this high level, and then they the got true, the penalty. yeah, penalty <laughs> from Wijnaldum, who I thought had a really no, good game. No, I think Wijnaldum no, no. played a pretty good game. No, he drew the penalty. He drew the Calm penalty. Down. <laughs> and then and then the utilitarian, the most, the most boring penalty was hit of like, all time. And he's hit in like twelve straight. Like he's every penalty he's had for Liverpool, he's scored. He's. A pure what I, what utilitarian. I this, what I liked about this penalty was that uh, the goalie guessed correctly and still missed it. I always love seeing yeah. that. Um, it's always good. I mean, you, you hit, that means you hit it nice, and there's no way it worked. Now, I want to talk about the close of the half because it was Liverpool up 2-0. PSG comes on the counter, and before the half could close, five minutes before the end, Sends a cross in, and I saw Edison Cavani just eat shit completely trying to bicycle kick it. I don't know if you saw you that. Got, you got to try. You got to try. I saw it, and then the best part was Mounier put the ball in, and then you just see Cavani on the ground like, I, I can't really. I'm on camera. Yeah. But he's just he like just raising his, his arms like, <laughs> yes. Raises his arms up. But like he, you could tell like he just got all the air knocked out of him because he just landed flat on his back. Um, And that's. Oh man, I hate that. I hate that wind knocked out of you feeling. Oh, but he he, he had enough strength. Watching. Yeah, he had enough strength to to raise his arms in celebration for his teammate. Which nice goal. Yeah, we had year. plenty of good goals. Had oh, yeah. plenty. I mean, we had some scrub goals, but when in the games that counted, we had some okay goals. Gotta say. Yeah, in the second half, uh, Mo Salah. I thought like there were moments where he was good in this game, but we're just gonna remember the bad parts. Uh, he scored what was initially what initially looked like a goal. It was then disallowed for either him. They didn't call the offsides, but he was definitely like that. I mean, he was in an offside position. Um, I have a feeling it was like I. But it was I, more because I, they yeah. called the free kick because Daniel Sturridge got all ball. Uh, <laughs> not the right ball though. He, he got yeah, yeah. Ariola's ball. We're, we're we're talking. We're talking figurative just, here. My just friends. cleats all up in that nutsack. Uh, yeah, bad. <laughs> it. I didn't realize how bad it was. I didn't watch that replay until after the game was over, and I saw like I mean, you're looking at like it's. You're looking at like a possible tear there. It's terrifying. Tear bad. of the crotchal region. Yeah, I, it was yeah. gross. It was disgusting, but. Um, so yeah, I think Mo Salah was he, upset yeah. about that. He looked to be upset after the game too. 
Um, he also gave up a pass uh, in the 83rd minute. And what happens when you give up a pass and somebody passes it to Kylian Mbappe, uh, he scores it. Usually. Hey, but did, it's you, funny, know, did I, you know he was 19 years old, though? I, he's 19? 19. 19. World Cup winner? Kylian Mbappe, 19 years old? Not even pulling he's gotta be that a, young. Man, way past his prime. I know. You hate to see it hate to see it it's just uh, so much wasted potential oh well yeah but he's 19 um, what were you doing when you were 19 yeah i won't even say i was probably um, drunk because i was in college um anyways yeah so uh looking like a 2-2 draw and then an extra time this boy bobby Firmino, which a lot of people i feel like Firmino gets a lot of shade. I don't think he gets the respect he deserves. I no. think he's a much bigger part of that team being the striker and kind of bringing the forward and midfield together mm-hmm. than he deserves. And I he agree didn't 100%. Start today. He, came off, he came off the bench, but I think a lot of people attributed to attributed that to uh, his eye getting gouged out by Vertonghen. Uh, oh, God. I, I, hadn't actually, I hadn't actually seen the picture till after, and good Lord. It was one of the grossest things I've ever That's seen. That's like but... full, full eyeball penetration, full like eye socket penetration. So, yeah. Um, so a lot of people were worried that his vision was going to be affected and that he wasn't going to be able to play. This dude, about to bring it in, sees the other, sees the other defender coming towards him, and he just cuts back. Like I, I don't even... It was Ronaldo-like. It was crazy. Like, he just, like, stretches. Yeah, it was just, like, this nice little, like, change of, like, just changing his whole momentum. Breaking all the ankles. Yeah, and then being able to just, oh, my gosh. Just just a great goal. He's just a good good striker. That's what he is. He's just a good striker. I'm not a Liverpool fan. I got chills in that moment, though. Oh, yeah. When you see something like that happen, like, you just know you're witnessing. If I had to show somebody... If I had to show somebody, like, okay, this person wants to get into soccer, but they don't know any of the good teams, anything like that. They don't know anything about the game. And I have one game to show them to, like, be like, hey, this is why this sport is awesome and you should watch it. I would show them this game. I probably would have showed them this game, too. More likely. Because they would see Anfield. They would see the crazy away fans. PSG fans that came to 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 visit uh, and support their hear, team on enemy show, turf, you would see show the, never uh, walk alone, the crying like Jordan, the singing of the fan before the game, crying Jordan memes, the crying Jordan. I mean, uh, those saucy uniforms they were awesome, but just sucks God. when they lose in their debut. That's not a, yeah, didn't, that's didn't work out. Didn't work out today. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, it was just a perfect game for me. I thoroughly enjoyed it, and I think Liverpool is a serious contender um, moving oh. forward in this tournament. I think they had a big challenge right off the bat, and they conquered it. You know, they got the job done. Um, they they passed it today. One play, one person we're not going to speak positively about though is uh, is Neymar. Oh yeah, we're not going to say anything about him because I mean, he didn't do anything. I wasn't going to mention him at all, but you mentioned him. I know, like. Okay. Well, we have to mention we have I'll to mention that he doesn't out. exist. I'll cut this out. We won't talk about him at all. Um, just, he wasn't a part of that game. About... He's not going to be a part of this podcast. Um, yeah, you know what? Yeah, Neymar. I don't disagree. Neymar, come at me. You disrespect. Well, now you my... just said his name. You just said his name again. You disrespect my boy. 
DeAndre Yedlin like that. All right. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I uh, although about I that. feel like Yedlin deserved to get dragged. Um, but yeah, uh, it's okay. The other we had still, we gotta, had one good we had countrymen. a. That was a good meme, but the the Matt Miazga meme uh, well, forever was even long. better. Yeah, that that that's a that's a gold tier meme right there. That's a platinum tier. You should have to you should have to pay for Twitter to see that meme. Mm-hmm. All right, um, let's do a quick rundown of tomorrow's matches. We will be back on the pod tomorrow to talk about these matches, but let's run through them and give like real quick predictions to close this out. All right, you ready? I'm I'm ready. Let's do it. All right, first match, Ajax, back in the Champions League. I'm really excited about this one. At home versus AEK, Athens, FC. What do you got? So I, I got that AEK, Athens, FC, foot, football club is a really long name. Probably even longer in Greek. But your boy has Ajax for this one. We're going to go 1-0. 1-0. I got the same. Um, All right. Shakhtar, Donetsk versus Hoffenheim. What do you got? At home, this is Shakhtar a, has the home field advantage. I just want to note that. This is kind of a toss-up for me. Hoffenheim, I think, is an underrated team by a lot of people who don't watch the Bundesliga. Your boy does. Um, a lot of good players have come from Hoffenheim in a couple years. Shout out Bobby Firmino. Used to play for Hoffenheim. Mm-hmm. That's how that's how Klopp knows about him. Uh, this is going to be a tough game. Shakhtar has a cool home field, one of the coolest stadiums, I think, in all of Europe. Probably the best stadium in Eastern Europe. Russia has a few good ones now, but... Um, probably let's go Shakhtar 2-1. All right. I was going to say, no, I'll, I'll, well, fuck, I don't want to copy you. Um, I'll say Shakhtar 1-0. Okay. I think the, I think the home field is going to be a little too much for Hoffenheim. Uh, and that's more because I just didn't want to copy you a second time in a row. Um, all right. Real (laughs) Madrid at home at the Bernabeu versus... You guessed it, Roma. Uh, Roma is one of those teams that last year, I mean, they were just terrorizing. Um, Such a big surprise. Big, yeah, they were they were yeah. terrorizing big clubs, and obviously they got defeated ultimately. I like Real Madrid. I like Roma. Roma plays really well away. I feel like I'm on this wave with Real Madrid where they don't have Ronaldo anymore. And now they're going to play more as like a team. And I feel like you're seeing some players start to shine. I mean, you're seeing Gareth Bale do things finally that we knew Gareth he Bale could do, but we never got things. to see him do. Um, we've seen yeah. how good Luka Modric is. Isco, fire. Asensio, um, I mean. Asensio has been dominant. Marcelo, Marcelo is like aging backwards. Um, yeah, he, he's, he, he's, killed, he's like, killed the game harder. He's killed the game harder from 27 to 30. Than like he played when he was younger. He's like, like he, husky, he's he's like husky Ronaldinho now. He's, he's gotten doing better like with age. Little, he's he can, doing these little footwork yeah. things, these little like futsal techers. I'm a fan of it. Uh, I think Real Madrid wins this like three one. I'm I'm in the same spot. Real Madrid. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go bigger. I think I think they hold Roma to three nil. Roma has started Syria not very good let me tell you yeah but so they weren't I, I the can... best team in Serie A last year either but they did a lot better and real madrid wasn't that great in la liga last year but they still okay that's the champions true. league and won the damn thing but still so. if we're if we're looking front to back relatively speaking um, front to back at home at the bernabeu it, it's got to be real madrid I, I have them three nil all right valencia at home versus juventus 
This one I'm pretty excited this for. Is, this is in this is in our group. I think that I think this will be a better game than most people expect. I think I mean I I'm rooting for Valencia, uh, purely because uh, Batman Batshuayi is there, a player that oh, I yes. feel like has been disrespected. Um, I want to see 100%. him do well. Uh, and I don't know, can Ronaldo score? Ronaldo plays better in Champions League. There's a lot of ifs, if there's a lot of ifs in this matchup. Um, I, I want to root for Valencia. I think Juventus firepower is too much. I'm gonna go Valencia uh, Juventus three two. I think I like Valencia is gonna shock some people and they're gonna have the home field, but I think Juventus is gonna surpass them by one. I think it's gonna be Juventus up early, maybe have them down like three nil, and then Valencia will come back two goals. I think this is a one of those classic gross Italian away performances. Ronaldo scores one goal. They put six men behind the ball. Game ends 1-0 Juventus. Wow. Not what I was expecting, but... Okay. Um, uh, next. I'm thinking... I'm thinking... I'm thinking... I'm thinking, as, I'm thinking in the mind of Allegri. I'm thinking practical. You just, you just want to get... You just need... You're going to play... You're playing Valencia first. That's a pretty... That's a tough game. And then they have uh, Young Boys... They're playing young boys. I'm going to keep using this weird joke. Um, and then you have, then obviously you have Manchester United at, for the third fixture. So you Easy want to win. You want to maximize your points, and you also want to keep up your your streak in in uh, in Serie A. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm going one nil. All right, next game Benfica versus Bayern. Uh, I th- I think Bayern is going to hand Benfica like. Yeah, I think I think this is a pretty saucy L for Benfica coming coming down the pike. I know Bayern is away. Shootout. So you you get you have a bunch of goals. I have a clinical Bayern performance. I don't think they'll score as many goals. I think it'll just be two nil. All right. Um, I can't pronounce this versus CSK Moscow. Victoria Pultsen. Pultsen. Pultz. I don't I don't think that's right because it's they're Czech, but that's close enough. Yeah. Sorry to all our Czech listeners. I don't do well when there's like three consonants all together. <laughs> like three conflicting Yeah. Fix your language. Um Man, this is another toss up. I I I'm gonna say CSK. Cause you just we just know about CSK. Well, but I also feel like I feel like CSK you know, Russian, you know of, Russian champion. In terms of like Russian teams, I feel like CSK probably brings in the most talented players, like the most talented yeah. homegrown talent. Um, yeah. And, and usually they do the, they're one of the better teams out of Russia to compete European, uh, in European place. So I, I, I don't know. Uh, I imagine they're better than Locomotive, and we saw how that turned out. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. So I, so call that call that score. You think CSKA Um let's go like 2-0. I'm going to say I'm going to say CSKA Moscow 1-0. All right. I was actually going to say 1-0 but I just decided to shoot it up. Man City at home versus Lyon. 4-0. <laughs> we don't even have to t- we don't even have to say much about this but yeah, I got I got uh, I got City 5-0. And then <coughs> Manchester United entering the home of the young boys. 
Oh yeah. Also, correction from last episode: Young Boys is in Switzerland, not in Sweden. That was my bad. I don't remember that you said that, but I'll take your word for it. Um, their stadium is called the Stade de Suisse Wankdorf. So that's <laughs> already an incredible. I'm not even lying to you. It's called the it's called the the Wankdorf. I'm not even lying. It's on there somewhere. I don't know if you can read upside down. I see it. I see it. Yeah, Wankdorf. That's one of the most powerful stadium names I've, I've ever heard in my whole life. So I'm I'm here for that. Uh, I it's a it's a Jose Mourinho. We're gonna play a strong side because we played a slightly weaker team against Watford. Does that mean we're gonna win? I don't know. Uh, my prediction. Uh, I come away disappointed. That that's my prediction for this game. <laughs> the game will end and I will be disappointed. That's that's my prediction. Prove me wrong, Josie. That this is your chance to prove me wrong, and and I'd I'd be happy. I I'll be happy when this doesn't come true. When I'm when I come away from the game, I'm like wow, we can really push on from this. I'm not that worried about a Mourinho-led team infiltrating the home of the young boys. <laughs> Jeez. I don't want to. I don't want to see Cristiano Ronaldo locked in a room full of young boys. Those poor boys. I mean, yeah. Shoot, he already he already wanted uh, boys to send picture pictures to him in his underwear for a contest. So we <laughs> we should probably be careful about this. Don't forget, uh, Ronaldo. We never forgot about that. <laughs> you you may be still scoring goals, getting those Ballon d'Ors, but we don't we don't ever forget. The internet never forgets that you once Instagrammed. <laughs> Hey, check out my underwear for boys. Send me some pics. <laughs> we never forgot, Ronaldo. And we never will forget. Oh, oh man. That's gross. Uh, all right. So that's our <laughs> Champions League recap. Wait, you didn't even you didn't predict that. You didn't. You didn't who did you predict? Uh, yeah, I mean, see, you, United, you don't want to bet, United, you don't bet like on us. Nil. Okay. I, I'd, I'd be disappointed with that. So that sounds, that's one a pretty goal good that result. he's going to park the goddamn bus against young boys. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I agree with that. All right. GG. That match, <laughs> that wraps up our uh, UCL first well, UCL first day of matches in the group stage for the 2018-2019 tournament. We got match day two tomorrow. We got another podcast dropping tomorrow following those matches. And that should be a good segue to take us into the weekend. I don't think we're doing an episode for Europa uh, we can mention it. We I'll, can mention we'll it on tweet Wednesday. about some of the games. I'll be watching Arsenal, but um, I won't. Be who do they Who do they open against? Who's Ooh, Arsenal open against? Some team in is it Ukraine. against that Azerbaijan team? No, we play them in the second match. Oh, it's not. Was it FC Astana? Is that right? No. Uh, no. Social guard. Is it, or something is it like, like that. Tbilisi? Is it like? Is no, it? Are they based not, in Tbilisi? No, that's is that Azerbaijan? Oh, maybe that's, that's Georgia. Is that Azerbaijan? Is or is that Georgia? It's Georgia. No, I thought Georgia was okay. Tbilisi I'm trying to. Str- I'm stretching my geography. It's funny I'm because you're usually geography. like the geography buff, and I don't know my shit. And I just. No, I, feel I think like that's I right. You. I think this I think is like a personal right. victory for me. I'm gonna. I'm gonna yeah, take it as such. I'm gonna. I'm gonna let you have this one because I actually, I honestly don't know. So um, I'm. I'm gonna allow you to have this one. Uh, hold on. Oh, it's or it's Vor- is the first match, but that's not the that's not that's the, not the uh, Azerbaijani team. No, that's not the Azerbaijani team. No, oh, God, it's just that's a mouthful. Fucking hell. It's uh, a Karabag uh, FK. 
Oh, they're and they like have been in and out of the Europa League and the Champions League a few times. So okay, Karabag FK. And then we Karabag. finish up the group stage. Maybe that's playing, a maybe that's a soft uh, playing Sporting. So, uh, Sporting is you know. I think we'll win the group. More than likely. But yeah, I'll be watching. But uh, I don't I mean, think we'll. We probably don't need a podcast about it. Definitely not for the group stage because like yeah, the yeah. big time. I mean, I guess Villarreal versus Rangers might be a little interesting. Probably not. Yeah. Oh, I'm. I'm sorry. Let me. Let me put. Let me put out apologies right now to our our Spartak Turnva fans, our Slavia Praha fans, uh, our Duda Lange fans. Olympiacos fans. Our Ludogrets fans Bayer in Bulgaria, Leverkusen. shout out to y'all. Our FC Zurich fans. Another. Uh, no one's a fan. No one's actually a fan of Rangers, so Lanaka. we don't have to worry about them. Uh, Zenit Saint Petersburg. Uh, AC Ma- Malmo in Sweden. Uh, uh, Jabonlets. <laughs> I guess that's. I guess that's Polish. Rolfing I hope Borg. it is. Uh, Standard Liege, sorry to my Belgian dudes that were not about y'all. Uh, Akishar. RB Leipzig. Uh, yeah, Red Bull Leipzig. Red Bull Salzburg. Yeah, sorry guys. We're not going to talk much about this tournament till the Arsenal, knockout stages. So this team's y'all we don't get to talk about. Um, yeah. All right. We just spent about in two this minutes context. On this yeah. Well, uh, if the Europa gives us an interesting like Chelsea Arsenal matchup later on, or you know. AC Milan, the pretty much yeah, AC Milan against anybody, uh, who knows? <laughs> yeah, then maybe we'll yeah. talk about it mm, sometime in 2019. Yeah, but for now, uh, I'll be watching these games. Uh, damn, I just realized like I'm not going to be able to leave work to go to the bar for these games. Fuck. It is what it is. Yeah, that's life. That's adulthood. Full time jobs, but. Another segue, y'all can follow us on Twitter to get all the fire tweets that we put out during the games that lots are of usually gifts. bad, but sometimes really good. Lots of gifts, lots of banter. Uh, we usually uh, have some conversations with a, a few random people, some uh, other uh, mediums for soccer as well. Um, yeah, so it's a good time. We like to mess around on Twitter. So if you're looking for some entertainment while you're watching the game, especially if it's a really shitty game, uh, that's probably when the tweets will be at their highest. Um, then, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Follow us on Twitter at relegated pod and we'll see you tomorrow.